Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. We have some initial talks with agents on whether they're extensions, whether they're, you know, a, a reduction in pay, uh, whether they're, you know, just an outright wave. So there's a lot of decisions that have not been made yet. I know, you know, we've got kind of a general ballpark on what we're going to have to do, but a lot of those decisions are yet to be determined. We still have a couple weeks yet before uh, free agency starts, and uh, we have to be at that cap number. That's right. That's the salary cap Grim Reaper Rick right there. Cloaked, dagger, <laughs> walking up to Vikings players with fat salary cap numbers. Knocking on the door with that scythe. Knocking Riley. on the agent's doors. Harrison. Come on out. Anthony. No, no, not Harrison. Mike would stand in front of the, he'd he'd say, get away, Grim Reaper, from my guy, Harrison Smith. Shamar, come out and play. Oh, not Shamar. (laughs) Oh, no, not that. This is a four-question Friday here, boys. I'm giving you the Arn Anderson four horsemen. Four horsemen, horsemen, baby. Kind of the crooked four-question Friday on Purple Daily. Mackie, Judd, Declan. And a four-question Friday is always powered by our friends at Corona Hard Seltzer, where there's four oh, flavors. You know, the, the, what the who's the original four horsemen? It's it's Arnie Anderson, Flair, Malenko. No, no, Not Malenko. Um, in fact, um, oh my God, I think this Tully is... Blanchard, and then uh, one one of them actually uh, wrestled on AEW last night for the first time in 20 years. One of the original four oh, horsemen. Oh wow, yeah. And then might have, have been Tully Blanchard, actually. And then I believe uh, you know <laughs> you, you have the four horse women in the du- women's revolution, which is Charlotte Fair, Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. There you go. And then you also have the four Corona Hard Seltzers, which is traditional lime, lime, or tra- a traditional lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Yeah. So all four, baby, four horsemen. Corona Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer made with pure beach vibes, with refreshing splash of fruit flavor. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spiked sparkling water with natural flavors imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Question number one for you guys. Kyle Rudolph got the knock on the door from the salary cap Grim Reaper Rick. (laughs) 
it caught him completely by surprise, and he quickly turned out a two thousand word essay. Oh for my god! The players, tra- I've been, let me I've whip been, something up quick. I've been <laughs> caught. Oh no! What should I do? Here's two thousand words. <laughs> so who oh, else? Cousins. So the Vikings still have to. They've got to slash some other players to get below the <laughs> the, the salary cap line. <laughs> Not a hit. Well, it is a salary cap. Yeah, that's true. Who else do you think is likely to be cut? Not traded, but like, sorry, dude, you're cut. Who are some players you think? I mean, there's some obvious ones like Dan Bailey, Britton Colquitt, yeah. right? Like Shamar Stefan at some point in time. Yep. But among the some of the less obvious ones, like Anthony Barr, Harrison Smith, Riley Reeve, anyone else you can think of. Will there be any sort of surprise cuts? Um, I don't know that any of those would be like a huge surprise, but I I think so. I, I've heard very conf, uh, conflicting things about about Barr, and it sounds like it sounds like if they can get Eric Wilson back at the right price, that they actually might try to trade him, but they don't want to cut him, and they actually they save a bunch if they cut him, but they also take a big dead cap hit there, and so cutting him is not ideal. If they could get a draft pick for him, let's say a third round pick, I think they would explore trading him, but I don't think he's going to be a cut right now. Like my gut tells me, he would not be cut right now. That doesn't mean he'll be back on the roster. Uh, Harrison Smith, I think, comes back for sure. Restructured contract. It makes too much sense. I don't know that you want to start over completely at safety. Like, I can see having one, not two high-paid safeties as the Vikings did in 2021, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to completely slash that position down to the core. And so I think Smith comes back on a restructured and new deal that probably is reasonable but gives him more guaranteed money in 2021. The one that won't surprise me but would be a big hit, but I think might happen depending on what he says, Riley Reef, right? Yeah. Um, that's a, that's that's he, the big wild card right now. He is due he is due a salary cap hit if you keep him on his current contract of more than eleven million dollars in two thousand twenty one. That is enormous. I think it's seventeen million right now. Oh, it's seventeen. It's a, I thought it was eleven million. But anyway, the savings would be about like twelve after the one million dollar bonus they gave. Him. Ooh, anyway, it is massive. So he's got to come back almost certainly on a restructured deal. And again, I'm going to go back to the fact. That when you made the Ngakwe trade last season, right before the season began, you basically went to Reef and said, well, you can go search for a job, and that's cool. You're not going to find one or come back on our terms. And he did it, and and there seems to be a, a feeling that, well, yeah, but the Vikings gave him that million-dollar bonus that they didn't have to after the season, and that makes it all good. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. So that's the one where I think something has to give. I don't think you are trading him. I think you are either getting him to restructure or making a very difficult decision. But I don't see how he comes back on that deal. So that's mine, Riley Reef. What about you, Dex? Yeah, I mean, the obvious ones, you know, the Britton Colquitts of the world and Dan Paley and, and look, Rick, Rick Spielman will always want it for whatever. Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer like, go hand in hand with changing special teams year to year. It's honestly kind of frustrating at the same time. But I, I, I think with Harrison Smith, you're probably going to have to maybe do some type of new contract or restructure. Like he has zero dollars in dead money right now. So you cut him pre June first. It's 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 nothing. So do, can you smooth out the 2021 cap number and give him a two to three year extension? I don't think you have to give him a four to five year deal and uh, at, at this point in his career. But can you can you smooth out the 2021 number to give him something more lucrative down the line in 22 23? As a safety, I, I think his game translates over long term. Is he going to be the perennial? pro bowler and first team pro football focus guy was in his late to mid twenties. Maybe not, but is he still above average and linchpin in the defense? Yeah. Absolutely. You need to have him involved for the next few years. So I think Harrison Smith, someone to probably watch as, as, as a restructure, a new contract down the road.
I th- I actually think they might cut Anthony Barr. I just they're going to be looking for chunks. It can't just be Dan Bailey, right? Like Dan Dan Bailey will save you 1.7 million to the cap according to spotrack.com. Anthony Barr will get you like 7 or 8 million dollars and then there's some more dead money next year. It's like 5 million in dead money next year. So you're going to be paying some dead money on that contract, but I could see them cutting Anthony Barr if he doesn't want to restructure that deal to help them going forward. Riley Reef, it kind of felt I would have said Riley Reef, but it kind of feels like they gave him a little bonus there. Hey, we feel bad about the COVID thing at the end of the year and the whole, like, you know, breaking your arm before the season started to save money. Um, I don't think if the mission is to win next year that they're just going to jettison their very good, reliable left tackle. His cap hit, though, uh, to, to your point, Phil, is $14.95 million. That is enormous. And if if you cut him, uh, Reef, I'm talking about, uh, you have three point two. M- Million in dead cash on your cap, but you have a cap savings of eleven point seven five. Yeah. So the reef thing, just to me, is uh, he's got to take a restructure, or else you got trouble. Yeah. All right. Question number two. It came out Stephen Weatherly broke his own news this week that he, <laughs> after being cut by the Carolina Panthers, he has re-signed with the Minnesota Vikings. And Judd saw somewhere that it's going to be a couple million dollars. Doogie or, told actually, us. I'm sorry, Doogie. Yeah, Doogie just told scoop. us on the scoop. So he's got some bonuses and things they could get it up. It's like $2.5 million. So Stephen Weatherly, he's only 26 years old. He'll be 27 years old, I believe, in March. Mm-hmm. Originally a seventh-round draft pick by the Vikings, and he kind of worked his way up as a good backup edge rusher. And then Carolina, so he was making, you know, half a million dollars with the Vikings. Carolina gave him $6.5 million last year because they needed some major help along the defensive line. He got hurt after nine games. And so they decide uh, we're not going to go on with year two. Vikings bring him back. Your thoughts on Stephen Weatherly coming back? Uh, I think it's, it's a good signing. It's a guy that knows the, the system. And I believe during his time with the Vikings, he took himself from a seventh-round draft pick to a guy who I think in each of his last three seasons with the Vi- or two years with the Vikings had three sacks apiece for a total of six. Um, this is what you do when you as a team, and I mean this is the absolute Mind-boggling statistic, I, I think, among uh, the stats from 2020 for the Vikings, you had 23 sacks as a team. 23 sacks as a team. Um, I don't believe that this is the end of the pursuit of guys that can certainly rush for, from the, the edge, and and the Hunter contract is also going to have to be worked out. But I would consider this to be a very solid depth move of a guy who could easily rebound and knows your system. So it actually does make a ton of sense. Yep. Yeah, I think... I think this is more, listen, if we can get some guys in the door that we know are going to be, you know, one, two million dollars, let's just, let's just get some guys that we know we can plug in if we need to so that we feel a little bit more comfortable once free agency hits and the draft hits that we don't have anybody, right? So Weatherly, Odenabo, I think Shamar Stefan, because his cap hits like five and a half million is going to be gone from the interior defensive line. We'll see if there's a restructure there. But with Michael Pierce coming back, you probably... Michael Pierce actually has a lower cap number than Shamar Stefan does for yeah. next year right yeah, now. We're, we're going to solve that problem <laughs> yep. very soon. Dex, what about you? How does the how does the Stephen Weatherly signing strike you? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's for $3 million. It's a, He'll make up towards a $3 million. He had a, 50, or a 53.7 PFF grade last year, you know, so he was average and solid. Um, he is probably an upgrade over Shamar Stefan and someone you, who probably is going to be a cap casualty. If you cut Stefan, it's only 1.3 against the cap with savings of 3.7. So I wouldn't be surprised either if he's also another casualty. But Stephen Weatherly, yeah, uh, a Zimmer disciple, if you will, and probably fits in on the defensive line well. Yeah, 
Question number three here is presented by our friends at Whamatech. Wham. Whamatech. If you're listening or watching on a broken down phone, tablet, or laptop, maybe it's time to not have a broken down phone, tablet, or laptop anymore. Very frustrating if they're broken, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're already ugly enough if the screen's cracked. Or, why do that you know? to yourself? Yeah. So Whamatech comes in as a trusted supplier of pre-owned cell phones, tablets, and laptops and new accessories. They source pre-owned devices directly and pass the savings on to you. They'll even buy your old device for cash. Buy, sell, trade in, whatever you need, whamatech.com. That's W-A-M-A-T-E-K dot com. Question number three here. All right, boys, since Kyle Rudolph snubbed Kirk Cousins in his 2,000-word Players' Tribune piece. If he had only had 2,002 words. 3,000 words, he might have been able to throw a mention in. What's the nicest thing you guys can think of to say to Kirk Cousins? The world doesn't really hate you, Kirk. And you don't have to prove a thing to me. So take the pay cut and help your team out. <laughs> I don't know if that's the a compliment. The world's not working against you. You've not been snubbed. Yes, you, you didn't get drafted in the first round. But you have made a ton of cash. You've actually been as far, I, I mean... Look, you've played a ton in the National Football League. You've been ultra su- successful. I'm going full uh, Stuart Smalley on Kirk to tell him you're good enough and people like you. But you, it's but here's the thing: because of that, take the pay cut and help your team out because they need pieces around. You. I think there might be a little underlying resentment there. You know, if if you're ranking the reasons why Rudolph hey, wouldn't feel compelled to I'm put his to name help, in there, I'm trying to help out. Yeah. No, I'm saying on Kyle oh, Rudolph's on Kyle's part. Yeah. I think I think Rudolph probably, you know, he's not an idiot. He's clearly calculated, and he knows that Kirk has been fighting for more guaranteed money throughout his life and career, right? And it may have led directly or indirectly to Kyle Rudolph not having a job with the Vikings anymore. I would just like to say, as critical as I have been of Kirk Cousins, <laughs> you are a good quarterback. You are a great play-action quarterback. And you do just need some help around you. And if you can get more help around you, you can maybe win a Super Bowl. So take the pay cut. Hard to put help around you when your cap hit <laughs> is 17% of the of the salary cap uh, in 2021. I'm glad but we're on the same page here. Declan, what's the nicest thing you can say about Kirk Cousins? Congrats on the money, dude. You got paid. That's awesome. I want to get paid. So, yeah, good job. Congrats <laughs> on the money. That was... There you go. That's you did, my compliment. You didn't even try... Oh, you guys and, hate him so much. You didn't even try and dress it up nicely like Phil and I did. No. That's nice about it. All right, such Kirk haters. It's ridiculous. Yeah, let's talk about Zach Parisi for a second. All right, question number four here. So the NFL and the NFLPA are sort of going over various potential rule changes, and there's some other stuff we'll get to probably early next week, like overtime proposals and things. Sure. Well, one of the proposals from the ownership side is that they would like to explore making pass, uh, roughing the passer penalties reviewable which we've been talking about for years. Like, if you're going to throw a flag on a game-altering 15-yard penalty because you thought you saw a quarterback get swiped upside the head and really he didn't, that should be reviewable. So I love this. How do you guys feel about roughing the passer being reviewable? I want to know more about how we we would go about this, though, because I thought that when they put in the ability to review um, uh, PI penalties after the Saints-Rams debacle. I thought that was going to be great because it sounded great. And then it got really screwed up, and we were not calling things, and we were call. So 
I love the idea on the surface. I'd like to know more about the actual execution if we're going to go there. And are officials now going to adjust how they call this penalty because they feel the freedom to screw it up because or to not call it because it can they can go back and look. I don't know. Um, so I guess what I learned the last time around that they put in a rule like this and I thought, OK, they finally got it right. Mm-hmm. It didn't really work. And then it was stripped out after a year's trial. Um, I would like to know more details about the actual nuances of how this would go down. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with Judd there, and I, I just don't want to get in the habit of slowing down the NFL game even more. I hate to be anti-replay guy, but also, can there be limits? Can you only do it once per game? Well, it's, Is, it would be within your challenge Within structure. your challenges. Yeah, So or or within the final two minutes of a half. For sure. So I, I, I'm with Judd. I'm for it, but I, I want more details on on, on what, what the plan is for it. I, so I love it because it's these 15-yard penalties are, I mean, it'll literally put a team in field goal range to win a game or or just or put a team, you know, out of the shadow of their own end zone. Yep. And a lot of the calls are legitimate, but there's a lot of phantom calls, too, where guys just get tapped on the side of the head or something. Or like Clay Matthews a few years ago had three textbook perfect tackles of quarterbacks, literally like including midsection. Cousins. That yeah. cost the Packers that game. And got flagged a bunch of times because the NFL was trying to prove a point. Well, if those are reviewable, you go back and say, oh, okay, sorry. But like, is the weight thing still there now? Like, if I land on a quarterback with half my weight, that's right. too much of my weight. Like, th- these are all things I want to know. Um, and and c- could you challenge one that was not called, or is this just for ones that are called? That's a good question. So I don't my know. quarterback gets slapped sure upside the head. You probably challenge that. I'm I'm much for this than I am. Oh. Or, excuse me. I'd rather them change spot of the foul defensive pi calls. I think that's just a trash play. If you keep up a ball fifty yards and there's some jamming, and then where the where the penalty was, you just get to move down the field 40, 50 yards. I think that's BS. I yeah, can't it feels like that. a 15-yard 15 15 yard penalty it should is be 15 yards. It but, the be prob- 15 but the problem yards. with that one is late in games then. What the, the comeback to that is, because I, I agree, Dex, with your point completely, the comeback that I've gotten to that idea is that what happens late in games, though, if I just grab a guy, because I don't care if I take the 15, penalty right. of 15 yards, yeah. I just don't want the pass cut in the end zone. That, we, that's the comeback. We, could we switch it to like inside four minutes of the half? Those those pass interference penalties change to spot fouls if it's beyond 15 yards. Good, so that you can yeah, decentivize guys just grabbing. It does drive me nuts though, like it's silliness sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So all right, that's that's your four question Friday here on Purple Daily. Do we have four? Judd and Dex. Do we have all four. I think we did four. Pretty sure. Yeah, we did four. If you want a fifth one, maybe we'll maybe we'll do a. Judge Zolgad, Instagram Live. If you have a fifth one, throw it out there, baby. (laughs) I got all the time in the world. Um, Yeah, well, I've got a fifth one for for potentially Clubhouse. I'm going to launch a Clubhouse uh, post-game show. What is Clubhouse, by the way? And I'll invite you guys. Declan and I were tinkering around yesterday. We might do a little little Purple Daily Clubhouse action here next week. I don't don't even know what Clubhouse is. you got to be invited. Yeah, it's fine. It's an EP thing. You wouldn't wouldn't get it. Yeah. You're not invited. Mm. Why aren't you guys inviting me? Mm. Ages. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> hey, I could file a lawsuit now. This is great. I could retire. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging Bye. out with us on Purple Daily. We'll see you guys tomorrow.